You know, one of the most powerful things of that movie, Gorillas in the Mist, was the ability for the camera operator and the people who were actually doing the research with them. Susan Sarandon played the part in the movie, but the actual scientist who lived in the jungle with the gorillas during the whole filming of this movie, uh, the documentary, the, you know, the, the research, during the time of that, they got to live in this really unique environment and catch the animals in their natural habitat. Their natural habitat. That is a fascinating thing to do. And the beauty of it is when you can catch any creature in their natural habitat and they don't expect you to be observing or paying any attention to them, they do some of the strangest things. If you think I'm kidding, just go sit sometime near a college campus, just a little bit away from the college campus and listen to the conversations that are going on. There are some fascinating things that are being said and thought out loud and portrayed and carried out. It's absolutely amazing. Makes me shake my head sometimes. But there are also some conversations that are being had where people literally walk right up to college students and put a microphone in their face and ask them some of those man-on-the-streets kind of questions. And again, they're catching them in their natural habitat, and so their defenses are a little down, and so the answers they get are fascinating. Here is one of the questions that was asked. What ways do you contribute to society? That's what I want to talk about today on Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, and it was really fascinating when he put the microphone in front of their faces. There were about eight people that he asked this question, and he said, in what ways do you contribute to society? And the number of times that the answer was hidden behind a 30-second or longer pause was astounding to me. Uh, there were two who pretty quickly said, well, I want to be a therapist. Another one who said, I want to connect with benches and trees and rocks in a way that I know only I can. Uh, okay. I guess. I mean, I think. I'm. You live in a society of rocks or benches I'm a little confused, but I guess if that's how you contribute to society, then who am I to argue, right? See, the, the reality is that is a question that really begs our humanity. It's not about the, the grandiosity of, well, I led you know, millions of people as a leader. It's not about the, well, I've saved 50,000 people from starvation, or I led a revolution in a foreign country. It's not about any of that. It's about what ways do you contribute back to society? Maybe it's financially. Maybe it's emotionally. Maybe you're just doing well-being. Maybe you are the contributor by supporting people who are doing the work. An example might be someone who is a philanthropist supporting missionaries overseas, or a philanthropist supporting medical research, or a philanthropist supporting getting children off the streets, building homes for poverty-stricken areas. There are lots of ways that you can contribute to society, but the blank stare says so much. Because... It's almost as if there's a double-edged sword in the question. As if half of the question is, what, me? Contribute to society? I mean, doesn't society owe me? Why should I contribute anything? 
But the other part of that same question to that same person that feels like, well, I'm not sure that I am contributing anything. I mean, I thought part of my job was just to receive, to get, but but I don't know how to contribute or what contributing would look like or or society, what's that? That by itself is a problem and it's a problem that has been unfortunately trained into uh, the cultural expectations of this new cultural revolution. When we start talking about transhumanism and we talk about a, a world without borders and we talk about uh, no national sovereignty and everybody should be under one umbrella, then it really psychologically begs the question, well, if we're all under one umbrella and, and the wealth is redistributed and everybody is equal and we have total equality, then to whom am I responsible? And who in the world's in charge? Who's responsible for making all that happen and work right? I mean, I'm a beneficiary. Why should I have to do anything? And if you think I'm kidding or you think I'm exaggerating, then I challenge you as a leader to ask the question of the people who work for you. Ask the question of the people that you influence. In what way are you contributing to society? Is it financially? Is it emotionally? Is it intellectually? academically? Are you teaching or training something? Are you providing some service? Are, are you helping people in their daily lives through a job that you do? And, and I don't want to minimize this. Maybe it's a veterinarian. Maybe it's a, an associate veterinarian. Maybe all you do is bathe other people's pets. Can you see that as a contribution to society? Well, I can. I can see how that would be a contribution to society. You're, you're taking care of the animals, which bring a lot of joy to a lot of people. And in fact, some of those animals are trained service animals and they have a job to do. So taking good care of them, that's a con contribution to society because it keeps those maybe veterans with PTSD or a, a patient who has lost their sight or lost their hearing, keeps them out of harm's way. Of course, that's a contribution to society. But if you can't see how what you do every day is a contribution to society, then maybe you should be asking yourself, do I contribute to society at all? As a leader, I challenge you to ask that question of the people that you lead, the people that you influence. And maybe what you need to do as a leader is to help them identify ways that their skill set, their gifts, their education, their academic experience empowers them. To contribute to society. Maybe your contribution to society as a leader is to empower others to, I don't know, contribute to society. There's a lot of open need, unmet need, hungry children, children who are growing up without both parents in their home, single mothers who are trying to figure out how to keep a job and raise a child. And that is no easy task. Trust me, I was raised by a single mom and then I married one. I understand that journey well, firsthand. I'm not a single mom, but I get it. But there are a lot of ways to contribute to society. And if you have people on your team, people that you're influencing, people that you're mentoring, whether they work for you or you just have an opportunity to speak into their life, do it. Take the time to help them assess how could I contribute to society. See, there are a lot of benefits to contributing to society that don't look like me getting wealthy. I, I received the president's lifetime achievement award uh, one of the requirements to be nominated for that is to have over 7,500 hours of volunteerism that contribute to society 
and mine are from uh, a menagerie, if you will, of different organizations that I have partnered with, inner city organizations, uh, global organizations, ministry organizations, school mentoring organizations, in places literally all over the country and all over the world. I feel like my obligation to contribute to society is proven by the fact that I have breath. I'm here, I'm on the earth, I should be doing something to help others. And I do that in a lot of ways. And some of those ways that I help others, I get paid for. Many of those ways, I pay for it myself. I work my side hustle so that I can spend my full time, just like this Leading Leaders podcast. It is free. You can subscribe or you can catch it on any social media. But there is no charge for it. That's intentional. Because I know that leadership is expensive. Learning leadership can cost you tens of thousands. I love the way Grant Cardone said it recently. He said, look, if I only had 1000 to $10,000 to invest before I run to the stock market, before I buy gold, before I buy real estate, before I buy a new suit or a fancy car, I will invest that money in myself. He also followed that to say it took me 25 years to learn that. I spent a whole lot of time shoving every dollar I had into something. I thought I was going to make more dollars and I lost many of them and they never came back. But I do know that no one has ever invested in themselves and not found a return on that investment. That's why I do leadership lessons for free in certain categories. Oh, trust me, there are clients that I spend a lot of time with and they pay handsomely for what I train them to do. That's a whole different category. But Leading Leaders Podcast always has been and always will be free. It's totally up to you whether you consume it or not. But I do believe that the content that's provided here is a contribution to society. I do believe that if you will listen to them, listen to these lessons, that you will find little nuggets buried in the stories, buried in the silliness sometimes that you'll think, wow, I hadn't really thought of it like that. And just that awareness can change your life. Just that, that one little prick of your consciousness that makes you ask the question, in what ways am I contributing to society? And have I asked that of the people that I lead and influence? And if I do ask that of them and they don't have an answer, am I personally equipped to help them discover that answer to move forward with helping other people in society, being a contribution to society and not just a burden? Oh, it's easy to sit at home and get a UBI check. It's easy to sit at home and wait for somebody else to take care of you and your needs. It's easy. To, let me tell you what that leads to. It leads to slavery and it leads to a loss of purpose in your own life. And it happens very subtly and very quickly. But when you lose meaning, when you lose sovereignty in your own life, when you lose the ability to choose where you're going to go and how you're going to get there, you've lost pretty much everything but your identity. That is not a place you want to be. But if you can figure out how your gifts, your talents, your skills, your abilities, your knowledge, your academic experience can contribute to the benefit of others, can help others become better, well, now you've got a sense of freedom that many people live on and don't realize that's what's giving them the energy to continue. Many people strive for and completely miss the boat on it because they feel like in order to contribute to society, they've got to have multiple degrees or millions of dollars. or They've got to give everything they have. Some cases you may be called to do that. But in most cases, a contribution to society is much simpler than you think and much more re rewarding than you could ever imagine. Look, if you're a leader, 
by leading, you're contributing to society to begin with. But the more you pour into the people around you, the more you invest in them, the more you influence them to improve themselves, to be better, and to contribute to society, well, there you are. It's more of a contribution to society. And you can make a huge impact without becoming a millionaire, without becoming a best-selling author, without having 10 million people on your Instagram account. You can make a difference in the lives of people in your immediate circle, in your community, in your city, in your state, your county, your region, just by intentionally being aware that you want to be a contribution to society and not a burden. You just have to decide and then take action. And if you have any questions at all, if you are wondering how could I do this, go to the website. There's a $7 on my jlaurenorris.com. There's $7 under resources, an entrepreneur kit that will help you. Not kidding. You can download the sheet. It'll come with the videos. It will help you empower others to live a more excellent life. It's exactly the same program that we used in the high school with 2,500 students, and we walked through this program for a year. It'll teach you how to develop a vision, how to overcome the liars in your life who've been draining your energy, the ones who've been stealing your dreams. It's all in that same program for $7. If you want to get started making a contribution to society, $7 is a pretty cheap start. Now, if you want to go through the full course on your own, you can do that as, as well. There are different variants of that price, but for $7, you can get started tomorrow making a difference in the lives of people around you. And I challenge you to do that. For 7 bucks. how could you go wrong? In fact, if you go to the website, look up today's blog post under leadingleaderspodcast.com. Look up today's blog post. I will put, this video will be the video that you'll see, and at the bottom, you will see a link the only product available will be that $7 mentoring program because I want you to get involved in it. I want you to take the time to do it, to contribute to society. Don't be that college student who's looking at their life with 14 liberal arts degrees going, now how do I make a living? How do I make a difference? And how do I make a legacy? Well, if you don't know how you're going to contribute to society, the answer for all three of those will be you won't. If you want to make a difference, you're going to have to contribute. And I will tell you, sometimes contributing comes first. The career comes after. The notoriety comes after. Being recognized for what you've done comes after you've well, done something. If you're starting out saying, I want to be famous, you may be on the wrong track already. Leaders, help the people around you figure out how they're going to contribute to society, put their skills to work, and make a difference in the world around them. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.